Hi, it's Stephen from the Stoic Leadership Podcast. Today, I'm I'm actually sitting in the car, sitting in an old car, and I want to reveal a secret. The little secret is that, yes, I'm the CEO of a company, of a mystery shopping company, and I'm the founder, and a lot of people see me on social media that I, I travel a lot. It would give the impression that, hey, this CEO guy, CEO guy is traveling a lot, um, he's living the rich and high life, but nothing could be further from the truth. I actually lead a very humble life, and some of that has been forced upon me, thanks to some bad financial decisions, but also by choice. I don't go out to dinner much um, I, I, with my restricted eating diet, keto, which is low-carb, high-fat. My, my palate's gone a lot simpler, so we don't go out to eat much. Um, would prefer to stay in and just do things simply. But my car, I'm sitting in this old car, and um, I just want to describe it. It's almost a 10-year-old grey Ford Fiesta with a couple of little dings in it. Uh, it's got about 200,000 kilometres. What's that? About uh, 110,000 miles. Um, the aircon just got recently regassed, but the cruise control doesn't work. It's got some squeaks and shutters and all that sort of thing, but it's very, very reliable and it gets me to where I need to go. I've been recently thinking about replacing it with a, um, with a new car. Even though this car, one thing I forgot to mention, that second gear doesn't work. My, my daughter borrowed the car a few years ago and she forgot to put the, push the clutch in when she went from first to second and completely stripped it. But it's still drivable and I drive it like really weirdly without second gear or getting into second gear with some little tricks. But that's not the point. Um, I've been thinking about replacing it and I've been thinking about going all the way to a Tesla. Now, that might sound the extreme of a humble life, but I, I've got to admit that sometimes I think I've got to replace the car. Um, I'd love to buy a Tesla. I want to do my bit by, for the for the environment and all that sort of rationalization goes in on in my, on in my head. But I could buy a cheaper EV, electric vehicle, but I've I, I'm, they're not interesting to me. So why is this thing that's almost half the price, or let's say an extra third, so much more interesting to me. Is it because of what people will think when I drive it? Is it because of how it will make me feel short term? What is it? So I've been resisting. But the other day I found myself on the website and I got that little tingle. You know that tingle you get when you, you, you've been looking for something for quite some time and and you get that little bit closer to buying it and you get that little, t- I get this little tingle with throughout and it's like, oh gee, wow. And I start going through the website and looking at different photos and imagining myself doing this and that and the other. And But what I've learned to do is to recognize that physical feeling and, and, and to fight it a bit. The, the Stoics like Seneca and Epictetus, especially Epictetus, they practiced poverty often. Now, this doesn't mean making my kids go without food. I'm not going to do that. But it means going without for some period of time. So I've tested not tested, but resisted the the new car for quite a while. And although I have these occasional flashes of wanting to buy the new one, I think back to the practicality. This car works. It does what it needs to do. The air conditioning gets me through summer just fine. It's safe enough to take on an hour and a half, two hour trip. It does what it needs to do. So I'm going to resist a little bit more. My, My life goes on regardless of whether I have this car. It's no worse and no better. I got back from work today just fine and the world kept spinning. Stoic philosophy is about training the mind to do the things that get you towards tranquility in the long term and not to succumb to spikes of impulse. 
I'll just say that one again. Stoic philosophy is all about training the mind to do the things that get you towards tranquility in the long term and not succumb to spice, spikes of impulse. Now, I might buy the car sometime in the future, but I've resisted for quite some time now and I'm going to resist a little longer, perhaps until this car dies. Now, this has got, it's the same for the business. Do you need that new laptop right now? I'm, I've actually got a, an old MacBook Pro. I bought top of the line when I bought about six, seven years ago. It's one of those 2013s, the classic aluminium shell that a lot of people still hang on to. Now, it works. It does absolutely everything it needs to do. It's a little bit heavier than the new ones, but it works just fine. It's, it, I don't need to buy a new one. I might buy an iPad Pro because it's going to help me with some editing. I might do that, but I don't think I'm going to replace it until it dies either. It's a really interesting mind game to hold on to things longer than you should and to resist the urge to buy because resisting the urge to to take on these impulses allows me in work and in business to resist impulses as they pop up, even in work, like resisting the impulse to get into a deal that I don't really need to do, to get into the impulse of flying business class, to get into the impulse, that's another thing I do, I always fly economy, to get into the impulse of firing someone because they didn't do the right thing for once, just to hold back, think, will the world keep spinning if I don't do this thing? It's helped me quite a lot. And the more I practice it, the, easy, the easier it gets. It's like, any, again, muscle memory. So I'd encourage you to find something that you can resist and try doing that. I'm Stephen DiPietro. Thanks for tuning in.